Hello and good evening. This is Courtney King, a.k.a. The Heart Mentor, a.k.a. The Emancipator. And I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. You are listening to the Reboot Your Biblical Perspective radio talk show, where we identify the misguided modern day perspectives of the Bible, giving context to the spiritual dynamics of who and what you are via the lens of Rabbi Yeshua and his apostles in the name. On this radio show, we identify subjects and themes that have been misunderstood from the Bible in the name, verified by pragmatic and experimental research carried out under the Zane Kai Torah International Institute of Pneumatology. And hello, everyone. This is Tanya Whitkey from Virtual Kisses, speaking to you live from Canada. And we would like to give a huge shout out to everyone joining us on Kingdom Purpose Radio, YouTube, and Facebook. If you would like to ask us any questions, feel free to comment on YouTube at Anointed Life or join our Facebook group, Anointed Life Mindset Mentors. Good evening, everybody. Hola. <laughs> and welcome back, Courtney. Thank you, thank you. I'm bowing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's good Pick to be back. <laughs> Guys, Courtney wasn't there. there. <laughs> you all, I, I, so I, I did a transition. Back. I did a transition. Mm. I moved. Um, so the move had to had to take a little step away for just a second to get situated. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so but guys, every- welcome back on. <laughs> mm-hmm, yay. And and of course we are still with Zane Pierre, the producer of yes. the show. Hi Zane. Greetings from the Caribbean, from the sun and <laughs> the sun and the rain. <laughs> is it is it raining or sunny right now? Um today we had some rain, so it's overcast at the moment. Uh-huh. Not raining right now, but definitely no sun right now. Every day since I've been in Georgia, it has yeah. rained the whole time. Hmm. <laughs> My goodness. It's going to okay. be um, a lot of greenery. Let's look like I look at a, I live in a forest now. Oh. <laughs> this is the city. There's just trees. You just wasn't, we're in, was in New York so long. You forgot that places have trees. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a little different. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, lately. We've been having sun, beautiful sun in August, um, but at night we have thunderstorms and rain. So I'm I'm thankful. Okay. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Lisa said night. Nice. Yes. Well, you all, we have continued or we're continuing our adventure through the seven aspects of the name. Mm-hmm. So where are we going today? What part are we on now? I, we are on... I believe we are on yeah. essence, guys. On, on essence today. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So in the last, the last, um, the last few episodes, we went, we went from designation to title to mm-hmm. function, which is mindset or logic. We covered mm-hmm. nature, which was the fourth, and we also covered how the name determines what species you are and how that works. Mm-hmm. Right, so today we're actually going to jump into essence, and they're all connected, right? All, okay. all interconnected, um, on the all understood as one thing to the ancient Hebrews. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. We just break it down for simplicity. Yes, yes, indeed. So that we and any westernized mindset could really grasp that this is actually one thing and one thing alone. It, it is. It's not a. 
it's not broken up for most people in particular these things are actually separate things but to the ancient hebrews this was one concept mm-hmm. and so what we're actually doing is for 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 us who actually speak um for us who actually speak english we are influenced by the the greco-roman um, system of thinking is necessary to, to to break this down so that the missing pieces for us could be connected and we can understand it in the way the, the, the Hebrews understand it. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So to, to, um, today, in particular, if uh, persons have actually been given any kind of consideration to what we've covered in the, in the previous five sessions, mm-hmm. the previous five talks on this, we are pretty much continuing from where we left off. All right. So just, just as a quick recap, the name actually is Yahweh Elohim, Yeshua. Mm-hmm. And Yahweh means the self-existent and eternal one. Elohim means the one of authority and power. And Yeshua is actually defined by the angel that spoke to Mary, that actually is the one, the, uh, the one who saves from sin. And mm-hmm. sin here in the context of the garden, we are not referring to sin as in, on a Moses law because we know that Moses law pretty much termed in a legal context the dysfunction of a man in the garden mm-hmm. or outside of the garden. All right. So we all we also indicated that this is a designation. It's not only just for most of us in our culture, we have treated names and we do treat names like labels to differentiate one person from another or one thing from another we covered how this is actually not only a label on and a designation, but it is a title. Um, just like policeman, fireman, judge, it's mm-hmm. an appellation, a title in the context of an appellation. And that appellation comes with a logic, a way of thinking, which is where we express what, what function was, and that function is usually determined by the nature mm-hmm. of the entity. Just like an animal's mindset is determined by the nature of the animal. And that nature comes from the species of the animal that the, that the animal is. Right. All right. So the name also defines the believers and those who take on the name as it defines them as a separate species, a Yahweh Elohim species. Mm-hmm. Which as we, we took back, we went back to the garden and also identified that in the garden there is no personal identification. The entire garden is really the identification of species. Mm-hmm. Right. From creation right back to the Adam who was actually supposed to be image and likeness of the creator. That mm-hmm. was the species. It was the sp- species the of species. creator. Of the creation. The sp- exactly. The okay. species. So from everything in the garden, there's no personal identification. There is identification of man and woman, but both of them are called Adam because it's a species that is identifying, mm-hmm. not individuals. Mm-hmm. Only outside of the garden was individual identity born, and that's where Adam, he actually names the woman Eve, and he, he actually carries on the term Adam as, 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 as a name. And then, God mm-hmm. actually, and then God actually calls him calls him dust in the garden, dust, dust outside the garden. He says, dust you are and dust you shall return. And to dust you shall return. So when you say, just for clarity, when you say there was no individual person, are you then saying that 
they saw themselves as one person yes so yeah. so in the garden in the garden um so oh sorry outside of the garden there's there's a difference between perspective in the garden and perspective out of, outside of the garden mm -hmm. and the big difference is that outside of the garden what the man identifies with he literally begins to use as this as the um let's say the foundation of everything that he knows right mm -hmm. so since he identifies with dust he uses dust to define all of his concepts mm -hmm. so if you ask the man outside the garden what love is he will use something some sort of physicality like to affection. actually like like affection or mm -hmm. based on which priority of the dust he's using it could be giving persons gifts and um various types of phys physicalities mm -hmm. what actions actions the man does right? actions actions could be one yeah um but it's it's, it's framed in it's it's framed by, by dust by some sort right. of dust okay. Right. Why is the man? Why is the in, man inside of the garden? His perspective is not just he identifies with the breath and the spirit, mm -hmm. and therefore he identifies with a mindset. Mm. All right. So if he is using spirit to define all things, then he is using to him love is a mindset, peace is a mindset, mm. and that mindset, the foundation of that mindset, since he's actually using spirit. If he's using spirit, then he sees all things as spirit, and um, his integrity to spirit gives birth to the perspective of equity. Okay. Mm -hmm. Therefore, for the for the man in the garden, equity is the foundation of all concepts. Right. So, if you ask the man what is love, it'll be equity. If you ask him what is peace, be equity for all. Mm -hmm. Equity is literally the foundation. The spirit is the foundation of all of his concepts, and therefore integrity and equity will be the foundation of every concept. All of the fruit of the spirit, long-suffering, being equitable to people. So joy, be kind of, equity. Huh? So it would be kind of like what Jesus said, uh, love is son of in two. Love the Lord your God, because you're going to see what he, he is, which is what you are. And right. you're going to love your neighbor as yourself because that's the the, the eye lens that you see through. Well, believe it or not, Jesus just draw a parallel there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He he draws a parallel there with that. The context of what he was saying is something that what I'm about to say here is something that believers should be taught in Sunday school. See, we are actually taught in our Westernized Christian culture that God is in this in the heavens watching down at us mm -hmm. whilst whilst the bible teaches that god is all and in all god is all and in all and if god is all and in all then if god is in you then god is you and that means that all of creation is an expression of god and therefore people as jesus rebreed the breath of life into all of humanity um they are also expressions of God. Now, they may not be, they may not be living from the mindset to reveal Elohim, right? But, but their life source 
that is keeping them alive right now is Elohim. And mm-hmm. when you're looking at the context of the man in the garden, the man in the garden is yes, he lives by the by, by the spirit, but for him to live by the spirit is to live by God. And what I mean by that is to him, everything is God. And therefore, to love means to love all of God. Mm. Mm. And since since God is everything, then he sees love as showing equity to everything because he is, by, by showing equity to everything and to everyone, he is being fair to God. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's amazing. Because everything here is an expression of God, so is God. In, in other words, if we say um, that if we understand that God is all and in all, and therefore God is everything, then for God to show love is for God to love himself. And for him to love himself is to love everything. And so when you say all things, you aren't just talking about things with breath. You're saying everything like a chair. Every single thing. Because if the chair did not have spirit in it at all, it would disintegrate back into dust. It would be Mm. dust. Right. It has some spirit in it. Some, um, there is, there is spirit in it in in some form or fashion. May not in the same Yeah, may, may not be in the same capacity that we understand spirit in us, but it does have spirit in it for it to actually have form. Because you know, that's I, the definition in the, in the garden. You saying this reminds me of Miles Monroe's famous quote, when purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. Like when mm-hmm. you think of things that we've that have been created, I mean, like if you go back to a chair, you know, people right. sometimes sit on the arm of a chair. That's not what it's made for. Exactly. So you end up abusing it. And so there's many things that are on the earth, not only just the chair, but other things, other people, that because we don't realize the dignity of the person is God himself, the essence yeah. of the person is God himself, we are mistreating them or other things. You know, I it bothers me when people litter. <laughs> I'm like, that's just so, that's such a lack of equity because the earth is yes, the Lord indeed. and yes, it belongs indeed. to all of the Lord's. The kings yeah. that it belongs to all of us, and you to litter is just to show a lack of regard, equity, and uh, respect. And that's 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 Very what good. Jesus that's what Jesus means by what well, that's what the Bible means by Jesus is king, because he is in us. He also ascended to fill all things, and therefore, he is all things. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes him king. Mm. Right. That's what actually causes him to actually be ruler over over all things and to him to be life and it when is, we heal the sick oh, resident castle devils what we're doing is actually confirming his confirming his kingship by maintaining life okay okay. Mm-hmm. okay that that also reminds me of john 1 verse first or john 1 verse 3 all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made right right so so have we uh, gone off topic in terms of essence or oops. are these connected? <laughs> just, <laughs> just for clarification. <laughs> I was actually just wanting to 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 um to what Tanya mentioned concerning Jesus yes. referring mm-hmm. to those laws and sh- and showing that what Jesus was actually indicating mm-hmm. 
-hmm. is that loving your neighbors you love yourself is loving god because all of them are yeah physical god in physicalities mm -hmm. all of them are in in god so it's actually the same thing yeah all right now if if we actually come to what we're speaking about here today is essence how it defines the essence the first thing that we need to do is define what essence is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now in the context of the scriptures um essence also translates into a particular signature that you have in the in the context of creation and i say a, con a particular signature a pit just like um you can see that a fragrance mm -hmm. is a signature Mm -hmm. Like you can walk into any garden and know there is a rose in the garden by the fragrance. That's the signature of your rose. So this has to do with smell. In this case, it will be smell. In the context mm -hmm. of the spiritual realm, it'll, it will be your light. Okay, okay, okay. Right, the magnitude of light that you carry. So is right? this the same as frequency? Yes, you can say it's frequency. Higher okay. frequency higher form of light um in the in the book of revelation there is an example of this and this and the light of the of, of the being is actually related to the authority of the being mm -hmm. right there is an example in revelation of how an angel descends into the earth i think it's revelation i think it's revelation 10 mm -hmm. how this particular angel descends into the earth and says that this angel having great authority descends and he illuminates the earth right and this is something that you see in the scriptures that when it comes to um to to elohim it, it also makes reference to elohim as god is light and in him there is no darkness mm-hmm indicating that the light of Yahweh Elohim Adam is actually very significant with regards to his presence in creation. The presence of his spirit. The presence mm -hmm. of his spirit. Mm -hmm. The spirit is light. Now, this is also seen, this is also seen in, in the book of Genesis. Mm -hmm. So we know that Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2 are parallel chapters for the ancient Hebrews. And mm -hmm. when God said, let there be light, that is actually reflected in chapter 2 by God breathing the breath of life into the dust. So hence the reason why Jesus actually says that he makes reference to the light of life. Mm -hmm. And John, in his, in, in his recount of Yeshua's teaching, says in him was life, which is in him was the breath of life, and the breath of life was the light of men. This is, this is also further confirmed with, with Yeshua who exhales the breath on the cross and as soon as he exhales the breath, it goes into darkness. Mm -hmm. that, is a, that is a very clear indication that the man is the light in the earth. Mm. It, 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 it gives a, con, a very, very clear indication that if all men die, this universe will decay because the man is what is actually giving light and life to the universe. So if essence is light and if light is spirit are you then saying that the name um has a different spirit than something else because i'm trying Most to definitely. And, okay and, and what is the something else that it has a spirit 
different then. So this 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 is something in particular that most people do not pick up because of the reading it through the westernized lens. But the word Elohim in Genesis is not used flippantly. Mm-hmm. No. The the word Elohim is actually attributed so in 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 the ancient Hebrew. Elohim is a plural word. It's a plural of the word Eloah. Mm-hmm. And Elohim is therefore, um, it's 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 actually a uh, it's 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 actually a plural noun. Mm-hmm. In their culture, Elohim being plural is obviously plural is quantitatively plural, mm-hmm. meaning that you can have more than one. But in that culture, if you take the plural noun and you attribute it to one person, you 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 shift the context from quantitative plurality to qualitative plurality, which means that this being has a multiplicity of qualities. Yes. Now, in the in the context of the in the context of the Garden of Eden, the only person that is actually called Elohim is Yahweh Elohim, Adam. Mm-hmm. He is created first, and then he multiplies his spirit in the form of of, of um. He multiplies this, his spirit in the form of the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. which is heaven and earth. Which means heaven and earth is also Elohim. Yes. But the difference is that the difference is, is that the man is qualitative plurality. And when he reproduces heaven and earth, he repre- he, re- he reproduces his qualitative plurality into quantitative plurality. Mm-hmm. So, so every every quality of the man takes on a different item of creation in the in the spectrum of heaven and earth. So let's say, for example, to break it down to someone who's listening, um, we have in the man the letters of the alphabet of the English alphabet. Right. And he will take the letter A, that part of himself, which is light, which is spirit, mm-hmm. and he will breathe it into a body of a lion. So now that lion has A. Right. And then he'll breathe the B into the rope. Or is this only with things with breath or is this with all things? All things, all things. Okay. So then he'll breathe B into the rose, C into the cat. So even though all of the parts of him are Elohim, he's breathing specific parts of his light. Exactly. Into other things. Right. Okay. So each one of his quality takes a different form in the spectrum of creation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Hence the reason why the Bible says that the heavens declare the glory of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the mountains does this and the and the rivers does that. It's actually different qualities of Elohim. But because but it, it is actually moved from qualitative state to, to various in quantity. So mm-hmm. technically, you can see the entire universe reveals the the amount of qualities that is in the man. So right? the creation and, is a mirror image of Yahweh Elohim Adam. Yes, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Now, what makes him different is because the creation is qualitative, sorry, quantitative plurality. What makes his spirit different is that he is walking in his creation and he is walking because Everything is quantitative plurality. Each item of creation is a singularity that is contributing to the whole. To the whole. Mm-hmm. To the that's why we. That's why kind of we see in 
if we look at nature itself, everything functions together in harmony. You know, you got things that are like um, the bees, you know, all, all these things that they they work together. Right. Each one of those things have one quality alone. Mm -hmm. Right. They have one capability. So you don't see a lion. Acting being like, like a monkey. Exactly. Or standing yeah, on its feet, walking like a man. No, we could do that. We could behave like a lion. We could actually act like a monkey. We could act like a bee. We could we could act like the clouds. We could take on all of this meaning because we are Elohim. Meaning mm -hmm. that we have qualitative plurality, whereas everything has qualitative qualitative singularity. Mm -hmm. Each item of creation is singular. So for us, our spirit is exponentially different from every item of creation here but the 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 key thing is to, is being um yahweh elohim and not outside looking at everything individual because when you're outside and taking on things as individual you are not functioning in light you're actually functioning um when adam fell that type of thinking Yes, where so, you're not so, really expecting or producing light and or and and power, you're you're producing, you're taking power from the the things that you've already created, which doesn't give you life. So the the thing about that is that the whole problem with man when they when they use external things for wisdom is mm -hmm. that they are, they are abandoning the plurality of their own spirit and using for life the singularity of another spirit. Oh. Which Can't is which, which, which results in spiritual blindness, mm -hmm. because the blind the, to walk to function from your own spirit, you see the, your spirit as a whole mm -hmm. in heaven and earth. When you begin to use an external item of creation for wisdom, now you actually limit your sight to that creation and the qualities of that creation, which is limited, which is extremely limited, because it only is singular. If we if we quantify creation in billions, let's say it's a let's say it's a quadrillion. You have just limited your vision to one quadrillion. Quadrillion. <laughs> wow. So and that's you, what leads you, you are to... blind to everything else. Which well, which, which what, sorry. I was gonna say which which sorry, Google Tanya. Sorry, but that leads like let's say for an example, um, somebody told you you cannot do a certain thing and you it limits that person's spirit or that capacity that he he can do all things right well the only we time he the, the, the only time he would be he would actually accept something like that is if he's using external things as his wisdom right if he doesn't realize yeah. so if he if he is using something as his wisdom then the person would be right to say that he can't do that mm -hmm. Because he's using one quadrillionth of the think, of, of the capacity of his spirit. I think this is really essential because Jesus, Yeshua, is light, and we are also the light of the world. So mm -hmm. here we're it sounds like essentially we're saying there's a hierarchy of light, which is why we have yes, dominion and power over all things. So if yes, we man. begin to function from external points of reference and take on this one quadrillionth perspective in this lens then we can't function in power we can't function in our you, authority because we have chosen yeah. a lesser light and you have, the, mm -hmm. you have literally shut off your light 
You have literally shot out the light and the universe is in darkness. Yeah, I just wow. said that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Everything went black. Just Everything like went black. The last breath. <laughs> Everything went black. <laughs> my God. My God. Now, you see these things in dreams or not, by the way? You ever notice that in, in your dreams, when you're using external reference points, you have a lot of dreams at night? Mm -hmm. Yes. But when you're functioning from the spirit in you, all of your dreams are in day. Wait, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the first time I'm mentioning this, but this has, this has been measured over time. So this is something that we also took put into experiment and I've been I'm following it over time. And I've realized that anytime anybody around me, as well as myself, when I step out of mm -hmm. the name and I begin to use external things as a reference, all of my dreams are at night. Mm -hmm. in, in, in the dream, is nighttime. You cut mm -hmm. off the lights. Yes. It, it, so you see, your, your spirit is a realm. So if you actually not function from your own spirit, you're at night. Quadrillions. One quadrillion. Only one quadrillion. And everything. And, and guess what? Hmm. Do you realize that all of your dreams at night, everything is running you down and, and tracking you? Yes. <laughs> everything is running me down and tracking me. My external reference points, they're coming after me. So no, well, remember in the garden, <laughs> in the garden, if if you are the, if there are two categories of, of entities, <laughs> the creator and the creation. Then if you abandon your spirit, which is the creator spirit, and you use an item of creation, you've just taken the whole category of creation and made it your Elohim, and therefore they're more powerful than you. So they're coming to fill you with them. Mm -hmm. And you're actually oh. running in. in you ever notice that when you have dreams, and in, in a dream there's night, there's always something scary. You're always running from something. It's because that is a revelation that you switch your reference point, and the, you're using the creation as your Elohim, and they're actually coming to fill you with their spirit. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is important to know, like just really honing in on the essence part. Essence is the spirit and the spirit is the light. Frequency, is the light. The hierarchy mm -hmm. of the light. So exactly. we're saying it. Why do I need to know this? Why do I need to know this aspect of the name? And when, when I do know it, how can I walk in whatever it is that I need to know? <laughs> why do you not? Why? Why do you need to know this? Why do I need to know? Mm -hmm. You need you need to know this because knowing this makes a difference between whether you die early or you live long. To start just, that's pretty important. So because yeah. you're are you saying that if I function from these lower frequencies, I'm going to pass away? Well, you need your spirit to generate the vitality to to power your body. Yeah, and it if you use if you're using a singularity to power your body, then it doesn't have the capacity. That's like trying to run a jumbo jet on a battery for a watch. Mm. Can you start a jumbo jet from the battery from your watch? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm trying to understand. Uh, so essentially, I'm taking on the thoughts. When I use an external reference point, I'm taking on the thoughts, the mindset, and the lens of a particular frequency of light or essence. Right, right which is singular and doesn't have enough power to power a human body. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? What mm -hmm. you call human body is really the body of Elohim. Mm -hmm. we, say, we say human body because we use the dust to really identify the humanity. But in the context of the garden, your body is not human. Your body is the body of Elohim. Mm -hmm. 
and it needs the spirit of Elohim to give it life. Mm -hmm. If you abandon the spirit in the body and you use a singularity amongst the quadrillion of creation, then you are actually using a quadrillion of power to try to power body that requires a quadrillion joules of energy. So with that, so essentially what you're saying is when you're born, you come with a certain essence. Yes, and you are required to keep that the logic of Yahweh so that you continue in the thought or the spirit of Yahweh, which exactly. keeps, keeps the essence generating. But if exactly. I switch, then it starts to dissipate. Is that what you're e saying? Exactly. And as it dissipates, I only get 60, 70, 80 years instead of living on the streets. You are, you are, I'm saying it? I get 60, 70, 80 years instead of living as long as trees. 60 by a stretch. <laughs> oh, God. That's true. By a stretch. Because the 60 or 70 years, we said mm -hmm. it was 60 years. Remember, that was for the picture of Israel, for them, for the generation to die in the wilderness. Because they mm -hmm. were acting out. So the because, people acting out only get 60 years. Because they want to use one quadrillion and they're rebellious. They're holding on to the one quadrillion. And, that, and God said, you will die, so the next generation who no, has no knowledge of, of good and evil, which is no knowledge of external, external wisdom, they will enter into the promised land. Mm -hmm. So if you reach 60 and 70, you're lucky. Mm. Mm -hmm. Really? <laughs> I do like this um, scripture that ties this part up. Where, um, Jesus talks about it in Matthew 5, verse 14, where he says, Ye are the light of the world. Mm -hmm. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, mm -hmm. but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. It's yes, beautiful. Mom. Yes, mom. It makes you think about, um, because I think we read these scriptures so passively because mm -hmm. we're accustomed to hearing them. But when you understand that it is the essence of your spirit and when you think of things like um, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord mm. rises upon you. Whoa, that's that a means, totally yeah. different thought process mm. than when you're seeing like a, a light bulb or sort of like a, a spotlight come on you. You're talking about the spirit of the Lord. Mm -hmm. is you it the lord rise upon you mean the lord is you yes the lord has become the one who has attached himself to you who has yoked himself to you by spirit yes yes Woo! definitely my god my definitely. god as she said in the beginning yes the mm -hmm. two oxens working together mm -hmm. yeah it's and, and this is something in particular that is really it's not, not something that we grasp in the westernized christianity but even today rabbis actually say that where we are taught we were wrongfully erroneously taught that we need god mm -hmm. up to today rabbis hold to the, to, to the perspective of the ancient hebrews that god needs you because through, only through you can god reveal himself in the creation that'll knock mm -hmm. some people off yeah there's so many worship songs like i can't breathe without you know yeah <laughs> god's like Rabbi I need actually, you to shine. I need you to be the light of the world. Exactly. Rabbis literally say that God lives through you. Mm -hmm. they, they, they literally say that they keep the Torah so that Elohim could live through them. Wow. 
but that's something that that is a total opposite in Western Christianity. Mm. So well, in Western Christianity, we say that Jesus is the Messiah, but the world is not experiencing that. Yeah, but Jesus is, is mm -hmm. uh, Jesus is the perfect living God who walked the earth before, well, before the, the res or the death and resurrection. So he was a prime example of what Father looks like, like he said, yes. right? That and now that he's risen and you're risen. Well, in the context of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. In the context of Jesus, Jesus Jesus pretty much says the same thing that Rabbi said today. What Jesus actually says is, and this is something that is of the priesthood of, of the Old Testament, that you can only see God through a man. Mm. You mm. can only see God through a man because the 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 when you take on the name, is when you take on the mindset, when you take on the mindset, then you are seeing God in this physicality here. And it's always been like that. From the very beginning. Right? That is why the man found himself outside the garden and man fell into conundrum because they, they decided what their, their decision actually changed their mindset and did not allow Elohim to live through them anymore. And that really, as you speak, that makes me think of let there be light. We think it has to do with an actual light when it really it's let there be the presence and frequency of God in man. Exactly. Or in Elohim. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh. It also makes me think, guys. Let them um, let there be Elohim mm -hmm. as a living as a living organism. Mm -hmm. it, it, it also <laughs> reminds me of uh, in Revelation when it talks about um, the throne of God. And every all those guys are surrounded by the throne, the living creatures, everything, and they are their crowns are falling off, and they're like, "Holy, holy!" is because they see there's so many um, facets, so many beautiful things about God that they go on forever. Yeah. Glory. I have a thought. Yeah, because How? It, uh -huh. oh, so so good. Finish your thought, Sam. Sorry about that. No, I'm I'm just saying that. Even as Sonia mentions that, it confirms the multiplicity of the mm -hmm. things in us is a quadrillion. You cannot stop mm -hmm. blessing God for all of these qualities. The, the universe is vast and the universe is just a, a manifestation of what we are. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So these, in these, these angels would always say, holy, 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 and they say so forever. Because it is simply, like, if we try to quantify and we say it's a quadrillion or we say it's a Google, a Google is a Google is one with a hundred zeros. Mm -hmm. If we say that every 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 person on, in Christ has the spirit of God, and that spirit of God is a Google in qualities, not a quadrillion, you know, a Google. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. I was wondering, can you tell us what the essence looks like? in all three gardens like was it like a candle or something all right so let's define garden let's first define essence and then i'll walk you through that okay okay Thanks. all right so the first the first definition of that we can actually um we can actually use here is this is actually from straight from the miriam webster dictionary mm -hmm. it defines essence as um, the, indi the, the individual, real or ultimate nature of a thing, especially as opposed to its existence. 
right? Which means it's the really the nature of its presence. It also defines it as that the properties or attributes by means of which something can be placed in its proper class or identified mm. as being what it is. Which means the name sets us off in a particular class of beings. Right. Um, next definition, the most significant element, quality, or aspect of a thing or person. So if we are the light of the world, that's the light, our light is the most significant element, quality, or aspect of what we are. Mm -hmm. Right. You also have essence here defined as um, one that possesses or exhibits a quality in abundance, as if in concentrated form. And that is what we are, the light bearers. We possess or exhibit light in abundance, as if in concentrated form, mm -hmm. as our essence. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what um, Tony was referring to when Jesus actually identified that you are the light of the world. And if you, if you, you put the light on top of a hill so that everybody can experience it. Right? Then you have the, the definition of essence here as a constituent or derivative possessing the special qualities in concentrated form. Now, once you understand that, then you can now refer to that essence in the garden. So, when, when, when the garden is formed, that essence is seen as light. Mm -hmm. That light is the presence. Now, let's go from first garden to second garden to third garden. Okay, in, the, okay. in, the, in the first garden, we see that that is light. God is light, and therefore that light is the, the essence of that light is also the realm within which all things exist. So you can simply say that if the universe is vast, and according to the man, according to scripture, man in the, in the, in the context of the garden is the light of the universe, then the universe is the extent or the parameters of the man's spirit. Mm -hmm. You ever just said that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where where we think the, the spirit is limited to our bodies, if is the universe is actually within the presence of God and the presence of God in you, then your spirit extends as far as the universe exists because it, it is dependent on your light. So you're saying because the light is in everything, the spirit is in everything, that there is no limit to the light. It's everywhere and in everything. It's everywhere. It's 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 anywhere and everywhere. Mm. It is in all places at the same time. Now, this is actually seen and mirrored by Yeshua in the New Jerusalem, because the New Jerusalem is an expansion of the garden. So if you go to Revelation 21, you see how Yeshua is the light and lamp of the New Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Which means as far as the New Jerusalem is, it is, actually, it is actually functioning in his light. 
So Holy Spirit is the essence. So the Spirit is the essence. So even when he was hovering, that was the essence. That was the essence. Now, in the hovering in particular, what you see is it gives the indication that that was God's thought. Mm -hmm. So God was thinking about the surface of the waters and his thought is alive. It is the Holy Spirit. Now, we have actually carried on like experiments before with the mm -hmm. last especially like in the years 2017 and 2018 where I conducted a lot of experiments, a few experiments where I would actually have persons in different parts of the world and I would actually ask them to sit down still. Mm -hmm. And when I thought about them, they said they felt a very gentle breeze. Mm -hmm. Energy in their body began to move and energy moving across their skin Upon the, across their face. And when I stopped thinking about them, I changed the thought and I, I direct my thought to something else. They stopped feeling the, they stopped feeling the wind. Mm -hmm. We did that with multiple people and we had the same results. True, true. So it actually proved that your thoughts are not in your mind or in your brain. Your thoughts is, is actually where you rest the Holy Spirit upon whatever you're thinking about, wherever it is in the world. Mm -hmm. You guys should know that, or if those of you are listening, um, say you're thinking of a loved one and then somehow within five hours or maybe a day later, they call you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow, I was just thinking about you the next, that last day or a while ago. And they're like, really? And you start your conversation, right? And, and so that's because thought is spirit and you feel that person with, with your, your spirit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With, with which your is how thought. we heal yes ma'am yes. exactly mm -hmm. so so in the garden all of this is actually the the light and that essence in particular is, is what is actually filling the universe now this is actually found in the garden now that would actually translate into the presence of the energy of life in all of creation mm. In the second garden, this is actually seen as a cloud. Mm. It translates from the essence of the garden, and then it, 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 it's actually now a cloud. So when um, King, not King um, Moses, in, he actually brings the temple into order and inaugurates the temple, a cloud or smoke filled the temple. When, Moses, when, when King Solomon did the same thing, the cloud came in and filled the temple also. It's referred to as a cloud or white smoke. It was mm -hmm. actually in reference, actually referencing the essence of the man in the garden. And when Jesus was when, taken by a cloud. Well, I was saying, thinking about when he was, when breath was breathed into him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not calling it a cloud, but. When the breath was of life was breathed into him, the temple, his body was filled. Right. Just like the temple after its operation. Oh, would you be saying about Mary's body? Mm-hmm. Hovering over Mary's body. So it Jesus is, was. if I'm not mistaken, it, it does refer to Mary. Let's see. Let me just check that here while we're here. I think if it's I'm not mistaken. It says it overshadows her. The Holy Spirit mm -hmm. overshadowed her. It, it overshadowed then, her like a cloud. Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah. 
right? So in the, <laughs> <laughs> right? So in the in the in the context of the second garden, that was actually took the form because it was no longer spiritual but physical. The essence took the form of this cloud. Right. Right. So mm. you, you would actually see the cloud um, covering them in the wilderness. God comes down by the tabernacle in the pillar of cloud. Mm. The cloud takes Yeshua from the earth back to where he is. It's a cloud. Um, you. And do you if, think that's the author's language? That was like the best way to explain it. So the thing is, is that what is not taught is that the second garden is actually the physical symbols of the spiritual realities of the first garden. It's because mm -hmm. the people there were not um, in, the, they were, their spirit was dead basically it, to God. Right. They were offering it's, in the dust. They're operating in the dust and therefore they're not functioning from the spirit. Right. The, the, sorry, the spirit was corrupt that actually kind of bound their heart to external things. Mm hmm so when that decision when um wait we're looking at right so when you look at the old testament what you're looking at in the old testament is that moses temple is a physicality of mm -hmm. the spiritual realities yes and therefore the entire of jerusalem became the spirit the physicality of the spiritual reality so each aspect of the component of the man then took on a physical component. Mm. So the dominion of the man was represented by the throne. Mm -hmm. The power being clothed with, with God's spirit was represented by the priest's robe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and every, in each place, in, 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 um, everything in the temple represented the provision of God, like the bread. In the, in, 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 in the tabernacle and the temple that, re that represented how God provides for you that you're reproducing bread after your own kind because he was duplicating the garden he was duplicating the garden because, because it was spiritual these, these various things had to actually be used to identify each mm -hmm. quality and component of the spirituality right, right, right. and then so in the Old Testament you have the reference of the cloud um, with them going through the, through, through the wilderness, you have reference of cloud, all right, by the tabernacle. It says on the day of the tabernacle, the tent of the covenant, the tent of the covenant law was set up, the cloud covered it. Uh, the cloud covered it. From evening till morning, the cloud above the tabernacle looked like fire. Mm -hmm. so, the, so the essence was reflected by this cloud. Mm. And then when Yeshua did what he did, then the physicality was abandoned because there's no necessity for, for the physicality anymore. Mm -hmm. Everything went back to the spiritual realities that, were, that started at the beginning. So now Yeshua is seen as the light of the New Jerusalem, the lamp and light of the New Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is us. Which is us. Raise him and raise him. So, <laughs> so when we come back to this new Jerusalem, we now come back to the essence, and that is actually that that essence, that light signature, is what we spoke about as the property or the 
attributes that places us in a particular class right, right, right. or identifies us as a particular being the name mm. above all names exactly mm. it's it, mm. it identifies us identifies us as most high with yeshua glory right is the significant element that light signature that essence is a significant element now the name actually tells you how that light works just like everything else every every other component that we've covered it says that the light the essence which is your light signature your light is self-existent which means your light wherever it is it is alive mm -hmm. <laughs> like the same life force that your light has by your body is the same light force it has as the at, at the parameter of the universe so if I'm walking in the name, what is my light doing on a day-to-day -day basis? What what should I be seeing? It is given. It is actually given. It it is the acknowledgement of that your life force, just as this is giving your body life, it is giving all of the creation life. So as I walk down the street, my light, my essence is making everything come back alive. It is giving it life. So if there's a crack in the ground, when I walk past it or as I approach it, it should fill itself back up. It should fill itself back up, yes. <laughs> it should cause things to grow. Mm. Right? It should, but, it should it should cause the earth to start to re, to be renewed. And it's according to the proper accurate knowledge. Yeah, have this is why we're doing this to, to bring you back into accurate knowledge. That's right. So that your faith is made effective and powerful. Yeah, because you don't want to go, oh, well, I'm going to go down here and this is going to happen. And then it doesn't happen. <laughs> You're like, oh, they lied. <laughs> as long as you have accurate knowledge. They lied. <laughs> so if you're not seeing it and you still know the information, that just means there's somewhere where you have not changed your thought about something. There's something that you're there's still some, holding on to. Yes. Yes. That, that, is, that, is, that is the opposite of the truth. That is the opposite of the truth. You have to you have to prove to yourself. You have exactly. You have to you have to disprove your former knowledge, and your former knowledge is all based on codependency, mm -hmm. being temporal, mm -hmm. be, being a victim, and being powerless. Yes, and that's all you guys we've learned ever since we were born. Like when mm -hmm. we were born in this earth, you can tell when you were a child, you were so free. You didn't care who you played with. You didn't care. You enjoyed life right until you entered into systems of knowledge or you know uh, other people's thought patterns um what happens to you if you something happened tragic happened to you it all piles up on your mind and you lose that you start to hide you start to be afraid you start to take on all these things that you never yeah. had when you were a child exactly so Right, so but now we're back to so, so our the, mind. So the name defines your essence as self-existent, which means your light. Think about this. Do you notice how that when a light shines from its source, the further you go from the light, the lesser the light? Yeah. That is not so concerning your light. Mm. Wherever your light is, it shines at the same magnitude because it is self it is self-existent. Mm. It's so and therefore, therefore the the magnitude of the light at the source and the magnitude of the light at its furthest point 
is the same magnitude because it is self-existing. Mm. It is self-existent and it is not codependent on a source, on where, on where it is coming from. It self-exists wherever it extends. So I have a question and I know we have like maybe three minutes before we wrap up. So maybe this can be answered in that time. But sometimes you um, meet someone, you interface with people and you're like, oh, I kind of vibe with them. Because we said that light is a frequency, right? Right, So it's hierarchy. How does that light, um, how does that work when I'm dealing with another person? And they have a light, I have a light. (laughs) They might be in a different essence or frequency that I'm on in terms of like, functioning on a day-to-day basis how does that work if they are on the same frequency that you're on mm-hmm. or not you either one well, if you if you actually function if you meet person when when not if when you meet persons that are functioning on the same frequency mm-hmm. you notice that you feel comfortable it's because yeah. their their frequency is resonating with yours mm-hmm. right so if you actually function from yahweh yahweh lohim that that your resonance your essence is self-existent it's functioning from eternal from eternality. It's functioning from being an authority and power. Then you meet that person, and you feel you feel what most people feel like that person is kin to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If that person in particular, if let's say that person is not functioning like that, you will know the difference. There will be somewhat of a a repulsion. Now the thing is, is that <laughs> if the person, yeah, you you will feel you will feel repulsed. Okay, okay. Automatically, you'll feel it because he's opposite of what you are. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. right? Um, the thing is, there's that, there's, 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 there is also something that comes with being using, let's say, for example, you are functioning from Yahweh Elohim, the person with the lower frequency would always be intimidated by you mm. because your light is actually the essence, your essence is actually resonating stronger than theirs. Mm-hmm. One or two things will happen. Either they actually become codependent on you, looking for you to validate them, or they or they hate you. <laughs> oh right? wow! Exit if, stage right. And and if you in particular are actually functioning from a lower frequency, and you meet someone of a higher frequency, you will actually have the same thing with them. You will feel mm-hmm. intimidated by them. That's good stuff to know, you all. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Well, Zane, we thank you so much for coming yes. again. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Always. Always, always <laughs> a pleasure on my side also. <laughs> well, everyone, we want to thank you for listening to the Reboot Your Biblical Perspective radio show with Tanya Woodkey and Courtney King. You can learn more about the name by joining our Facebook group, The United Life Mindset Mentors, or visiting our website, internationalinstituteofpneumatology.com. And to listen to this particular segment, again, you can find us on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us. Blessings Bye, everybody. Boom.